Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Welcome to Luna Lover the Podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and in today's episode, we're diving deep into this week's Virgo New Moon. Before we do, though, a few things. Firstly, you are completely off your rocks. Full stop. <laughs> That's not how that sentence was going to go, but as I started saying it, I was like, this would be a good place to pause. No, let me start again. You're completely off your rocks if you think that this new moon isn't intrinsically linked to Mercury retrograde. Because during this new moon, Mercury is still very much in retrograde in the sign of Virgo, even though the next day it stations direct. The moon doesn't really care about what's happening the day after the new moon. No, no. It only cares about what it's doing while it's new mooning. (laughs) And while it's new mooning, Mercury is in retrograde. Now, they're both in Virgo and Mercury is ruled by Virgo. Right. So if you remember the Virgo season episode, I was like, it's going to be a really unusual Virgo season. This is going to be a very unusual Virgo new moon as well. We've also got Uranus and Neptune influencing this moon. I will tell you more about that as we get through the episode. And of course, Pluto, Saturn, Uranus, Jupiter and Neptune are all in retrograde. And you bet your bottom dollar that it's going to affect this moon. Right. So there's a lot going on. And then I guess the last thing is that this is the last lunar cycle before we hit eclipse season um, in October. And shit's going to get real when we hit eclipse season. (laughs) So this is our last chance to enjoy a semi normal lunar cycle. So look, I guess the precursor to what is about to be my synopsis of this moon is that it's going to be a bit of a funky moon. Yeah, there's a lot of introspective backwards bashing your head against a proverbial brick wall kind of energy all happening while the sun, moon and Mercury are in Virgo. And look, Virgo just does not perform well in such an environment. Yeah, Virgo is all about perfection and precision and organization And while retrogrades and Uranus and Neptune, they are just not about that at all. Yeah, so it's going to be fun (laughs) in an interesting way. Mm. All right, let's dive in. The Virgo New Moon will take place on Friday, September 15 at 11.39am in Sydney, 2.39am in London and Thursday, September 14 at 9.39pm 
in New York. All right, where to start? We spoke about Virgo energy a lot in the Virgo season episode. Funny that. (laughs) And you might recall me saying that it's going to feel a little less Virgo than usual because the planetary ruler of Virgo was in retrograde or is in retrograde, was in retrograde for most of the season. This dismantles a lot of the potency of Virgo energy. But don't think for a minute that that means that we don't have the opportunity to learn the Virgo lesson still, yeah? Think of this new moon as your backwards Virgo season checkpoint. (laughs) Whatever that means, whatever that means. Virgo much like all of the earth signs, works with structure, systems, and smooth processing. When systems run correctly, it's pretty much smooth sailing. Yeah, not much to learn about yourself in still lake-like waters, right? But what if shit gets choppy and like a little sharky? (laughs) What if the safety nets have holes in them and the trusty lighthouse light goes out? Okay. (laughs) My own analogy is actually starting to freak me out a little bit. I just had visions of being out on in open waters in the dark with no lighthouse light. But stay with me and this analogy. These are the situations, the choppy, sharky, out in the waters situations where we learn what we're made of, right? These are the situations where we test our resilience, our adaptability, and how dedicated we are to our own service. This is when Virgo actually gets the opportunity to truly shine. Virgo is usually perceptive as all hell, but while Mercury has been retrograding through Virgo, it's made our ability to see, listen, understand, process, and my fave, observe, a little more challenging, right? So yeah, maybe you've missed a few things going on externally. But that's okay because hopefully if you've been doing as I encouraged in the last few episodes and have been listening to your internal navigation system, self-reflecting and listening to your own little prompts and nudges and encouraging voices, because this is when we can start to move forward. This is when we get gifted the opportunities to move into new chapters, up-level our lives to the places we envisage to be. This is when we can take action on all the messages that have been flooding in, but not yet, not with this moon. (laughs) That'll all come next month, right? With the eclipses. However, we might be able to start to see parts of that newness now. I believe, and maybe other astrologers will rebut this, let's see when other astrologers' synopsis come out, But I believe that this new moon is all about healing. Yeah, it has been a wild couple of months with the lunar node shifting. Venus going into retrograde, coming out of retrograde, Mercury going into retrograde, plus all the other retrogrades. There's a lot, there's been a lot going on, right? And now it's time to heal some of what's come up. And you know what? That healing might just be about accepting what surfaced. It might be about saying, how can I use this experience to grow or improve or expand into the next iteration of me. I know these astrology transits seem 
fleeting and once they've passed it's like we're done you know like oh thank god we made it through that I'm over that now but these transits change us yeah hopefully for the better we come out with new insights new directions new ways of observing ourselves and the world and this newness is an important focus and not just because it's a new moon but because this new moon is trining Uranus A trine is a harmonious aspect, but when it's a trine with Uranus, it brings awakenings, new unexpected opportunities. And while, you know, it really loves to shake shit up, (laughs) let's just say be open to what pops up during this new moon. It might be what you least expect. Another aspect to note, although its influence isn't as potent as Uranus, is Neptune. Yeah, Neptune will be in an opposition to this moon. We've spoken about Neptune's effect on the moon in previous episodes, but in essence, although the moon and Neptune do speak similar languages, that is, you know, dreamy, intuitive, creative, that beautiful feminine energy, Virgo does not. (laughs) Virgo's precision is muddled by Neptune's blurry lines. But you know what is enhanced? Our intuition, which also aligns us with all the retrograde energy. So, I mean, in essence, the Neptune opposition is just encouraging us to lean into all of that retrograde energy that we kind of have no choice but to lean into anyway. I will say, though, with that Neptune opposition, do watch out that you're not wearing rose-tinted glasses during this new moon. There's lots to suggest you might be wearing them, yeah? You might not be at your sharpest either, which again is going to rub Virgo the wrong way. So just listen to what your intuition is trying to tell you. Go one step further while you're listening and actually do something about it (laughs) too, you know? Whenever the outside world isn't making sense, and it's likely it's not right now because remember the whole world is going through these retrogrades, go within. Find your wisdom there. Some of the things that we can expect during this new moon, and again, this is not things to fear. This is just things to observe. Um, But sometimes I think it's helpful to know what could play out in case it does for you. And then you're like, oh, it's just the new moon. Things may be delayed or cancelled or lose momentum. If this happens, just be patient, yeah? It's Mercury retrograde still having its last little, like, hurrah before it goes direct again. Remind yourself that if things aren't happening as you feel they should be, again, if they're being delayed or cancelled or losing momentum, it's not because you're not worthy and deserving of it or because you failed in some way. It's because something better is on the way. Yeah. Um, Be prepared to revise, revisit, (laughs) revisit. (laughs) Okay, take two. Be prepared to revise, revisit, reestablish, reconnect, recharge, respond, find a resolution, a resolution. All the re's, yeah? This is re retrograde, <laughs> retrograde energy. Do you know what? That looked so much better on paper. 
It looked so much better on paper. I was like, look at all these re's and then it's all got to do with the retrograde. But when you say them out loud, it doesn't work as well. Oh, well, hopefully that made you giggle. But I will say it again. All of the going over things, yeah, redoing things, revising things. It's part of retrograde energy and it's going to be part of this new moon. Yeah, the new moon's going to highlight it for you. This is a good thing. This gives us opportunities to do things over. What a gift. Yeah. The other thing is things might feel a little stagnant or slow or sluggish. This will pass. Yeah. And things will move forward. And sometimes, you know, when things are moving forward and everything's happening really fast and we're sort of like, oh my God, slow down. What's going on? I long for slower times. Yeah. So embrace the ebb and flow of things. At the moment, we're in the ebb. But let's try feeling grateful for it. Let's just surrender to it. See what happens. Yeah. Because this too shall pass. And then things are going to go crazy again next month. I'm going to remind you during eclipse season about this moment where I was like, should have enjoyed that really slow, sluggish, stagnant period. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's have a look at some ways we can work with the Virgo new moon. Virgo is very much about being of service. We know this. You will know that from the Virgo season episode. Virgos love to serve others. And you know what? This shouldn't stop during a new moon, even one that's not feeling very Virgo. I also think... You know, sometimes when things are a little chaotic, not to say this moon will be chaotic, but when things are sort of feeling a bit overwhelming in your personal life, it can really help to rise above your own chaos and to practice some humility and help out others where you can. Yeah, just sort of get out of your own way. Get in someone else's way. (laughs) Don't do that. Be helpful. Um, Also, do something that makes you feel useful. Virgo loves being of use. And when I personally am struggling with anxiety or my creativity feels stifled or I'm feeling unproductive, I try and find a task to do that makes me feel useful. Great if it's linked back to the serving someone else that we just spoke about. But it could also be as simple as doing something around the house that will be useful to future you. Yeah, so maybe slow cooking over the weekend to prep foods for the week ahead. Maybe it's organizing something in the calendar. I think we spoke about this in the Virgo season episode, didn't we? Like prepping on a Sunday for the week. Maybe you do that this weekend. Um, But, you know, there's several other things you could do around the house. Maybe plant some herbs in the garden. So when spring hits, well, we're already in spring, when summer hits or later in spring or, you know, if you're overseas, it's getting complicated, but you understand what I mean. Plant some herbs now so that you can feast on those herbs later in the year. This is this is what I mean. Do some things that feel useful. It will help. Next, nourish your health. Yeah, mind, body, and spirit. Virgo is very much about health. It's a very health-oriented sign. And you remember I spoke earlier about the healing qualities of this moon. Perhaps focus on some healing you can do for mind, body, and spirit. Yeah, what's something healing that you can do for yourself this weekend? It could be around routine. um, And maybe having a look at whether your routine is nourishing you. Sometimes 
we think very sort of big picture when it comes to things we want to create in our lives, manifestations. But maybe under this new moon, asking yourself, what do you desire day to day? And what can you start to do as part of your daily routine to incorporate that desire in? And speaking of desires and manifestation, new moon, great time to set intentions. And this is your last chance because, well, not forever, just for a couple of months, because next month is eclipse season. And I personally don't recommend setting intentions during an eclipse. Some astrologers do. And by all means, if you want to do it. But I kind of like the idea of eclipses like having their way with you. I think I've used that that terminology before. It's probably not the best way to talk about an eclipse. But it's sort of like just just throw yourself at fate for a month. Yeah, let's throw ourselves at the eclipse and see what happens. (laughs) I can feel all the Taurus energy. People are like, what? No, I like my comfy couch. Don't throw me at an eclipse. You guys will be fine. I promise. I've got you. All right. That is all your Virgo new moon information. Some admin though. It's almost Christmas. (laughs) It's not really. I mean, we've got a few months, but not really. It is just around the corner. Um, don't forget that you can buy gift vouchers for readings with me. Now it's set up for the price of the natal chart readings, but if you wanted to buy a gift voucher for another type of reading, perhaps your loved one has already had a natal chart reading with me and you want to get a gift voucher for one of the other ones, just, um, email me or DM me on Instagram and we can organize that. Um, Otherwise, if you just want to get a gift voucher for a natal chart reading, you can get that off the website, jordanalevine.com forward slash readings. Natal chart readings are open for October. There's plenty of spots there. Um, I've had lots of people booking in the full spectrum readings, which I love. The full spectrum is where we do your natal chart. And then we also look at the transits for the year ahead and your progress chart to sort of see what the themes are for the year ahead as well. So it's a really nice way to get everything you can out of me um, in the one reading. And then lastly, if you are not a subscriber of Lunar Lover, the podcast now is a really good time to subscribe. You get a bonus uh, podcast episode every week. So that's two episodes of Lunar Lover every week. And when you become a subscriber, you get access to all the bonus episodes that have come before you subscribed, which is kind of a cheeky hack, I think. <laughs> Plus, if you're an Ascendant subscriber, you also get access to the Virgo New Moon Circle, which will drop. Uh, on Thursday, the day before the new moon. Um, So to become a subscriber of Lunar Lover, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode and you can become a moon subscriber for as little as $8 a month or an Ascendant subscriber for $20 a month. And like I said, you get the new moon circle in that. You also get access to a close friends group on Instagram where you get a question box every week to ask me anything you want about the episodes or anything astrology related. So that's really handy as well. All right, my loves, next week I will be back talking all about Libra season. I've got to say, like doing this podcast and also running an Instagram account around astrology, 
it really does make the year go fast. Like I swear to God, I was just doing the Virgo, Virgo season episode and now we're doing the Libra season episode. And oh my God, time, slow down, please. Cannot handle. Until then, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 